goddamn burger. It's not blind bias. It is blind bias, dude. You don't know what you're eating. You're just so hungry and drunk at three in the morning. You're just shoving it down your mouth and you think that it's good and it's not. It's not good. Look, Houston has a lot to offer in the culinary department. Whataburger is not one of them. Period. Don't argue with me. Don't at me. Whatever. Don't at me. Why are you even saying it? A new week. (laughs) Here we are. Back again. The rhythm. The rebel. Yes. Here we are. All right, Ed. We're going to do one word takes again. All right. You ready? The world's cutest. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up until I'm done. (laughs) World's cutest. World's cutest. World's cutest dog dies. Inevitable. Netflix says Fortnite is bigger threat than HBO. Confused. You look just like Kenny Smith. Apparent. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably the greatest like ten year joke photo I saw. Like. Across the board. Thank you. Full stop. Thank you. Because I did that. Because I, I people thought that you did it. I was like, no, it was me. Oh, really? People, people thought people thought I was, did that. I was like, no, nah, I did that. People thought I was that clever. People thought that you did it. I was like, that's nah. why I didn't post one of myself because I didn't. I don't have one that's that good. Nah, I, nah. I found that and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna put this. I thought about. I thought about the night before and I was like, should I put that? And I woke up like half. I woke up. I was like, I was like half asleep when I did it. Honestly, like I, I was like kind of like in the bed, just like doing this. And just like leaning over, just like doing it on, on my like on my nightstand, just like I posted put to sleep. And I just went back to sleep. It was so funny. I thought that I did it and I didn't remember doing it. I was like, I didn't remember posting that. <laughs> yeah, but no. you never post on it. So I thought that I did it, but I didn't do it. You did it. Tell me why you did it. Because I've been getting that bikini Smith forever. So it just felt right. Like I just literally we we went to me and I met went to Las Vegas one time and we were in the club. And she told someone, like, hey, is this Kenny Smith? <laughs> and they thought I was at first. <laughs> but they looked at me closer and they realized that I wasn't. But then they thought I looked so much like they gave me shots anyway. When he was playing on the Rockets, how much did you get it that you were like offspring Kenny Smith? What? Oh, the funny thing is, I didn't get it when I was young. I got it when I was older. Like, I was on rotations, um, like in my last year of pharmacy school. And I swear that this guy asked me like eight times, like, are you sure you're not Kenny Smith's son? Like, am I sure? I was like, yes, I'm pretty sure I have another father and I have a father that's not Kenny Smith. I am pretty like sure that my dad isn't Kenny Smith. That like, I'm not that much younger than him. Like, he had to have me pretty young in his life to be really his kid. So, so I guess that supersedes my Steve Harvey comparison. Yeah, it does. So that next year for Halloween, you have to be Kenny Smith. We have to get you a Kenny Smith jersey and we have to get you some shorts yeah, and like whatever shoes that he wore, and some like high socks. They're not, they're not high; they're more like calf length. Sure, yeah, calf, yeah, calf, calf length. length socks, yeah, calf length. And now we, you got to go as Kenny Smith. That's fine. That's cool. cool. Like, cause yeah, when you said Steve Harvey, I was like, okay, but I mean, I get this way more than that, but it's fine either way. Yeah, the Kenny Smith is way better. <laughs> or I could, or I could be like a suit in a suit, and like I come on the panel on TNT. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. And then we get somebody else to play Shaq, and someone else plays Charles. Chuck, and then we get Ernie Johnson. To play EJ. Yeah. yeah, that'd be we great. Be, it would be a whole panel. It's perfect. 
That'd be dope. You guys could just be irreverent and <laughs> do, do shooting drills. Yeah, or or just that way I have like uh, Chuck and Shaq almost had to fight each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Ed, you like pizza? I do. I think, who doesn't like pizza? Is there anything better than getting a pizza delivered to your house? No. Actually, yeah, it's pretty high up there. Yeah. It's pretty high up there. Um, this is an interesting story out of a very interesting place. Pizza delivery driver receives bag of meth instead of payment. Dateline! Magnolia, Texas. Of course. Of course. Why would, us, why, why, why would it be anywhere else but Magnolia? Why would it be anywhere else but Magnolia? Authorities received a call from a Magnolia. pizza delivery driver saying that he had been given a bag of drugs instead of money for pizza. The driver stated that upon delivery of the pizza on Scotty Street in Magnolia, they received a bag of methamphetamine and $1.86 as payment. $1.86 in a bag of meth. See, go on. Subtle shot to Scotty Street by giving it out by name. Scotty Street. I imagine in Magnolia, there's probably only like four people that live on the whole street. Or shit, maybe. Now they, well, they're developing, so maybe like eight. Deputies noticed that the name on the receipt was David Wood, who they had received, who they had previous dealings with. He had his name with the... Would, would seem to be heavily under the influence of a narcotic when they arrived in the scene. I wonder which one it was. Wood stated that he had given the delivery driver a dollar and some change, however. He did not remember giving the driver the bag of meth. Um, a dollar and some change. For pizza. So at best, he thought he gave the pizza delivery driver $2.38, let's say. It's a pretty good world to live in where you can buy a whole pizza for $2.38. He said a dollar and some change for a whole pizza delivered to him. It continues. He and his girlfriend showed the deputies a tin box in the room. In that box, they found multiple glass pipes, multiple bags containing prescription pills, and several bags containing methamphetamine residue. Both David Wood and Linda Webster were arrested for the drugs found at the trailer and are currently being held in Montgomery County Jail. Montgomery County. Shouts out to Montgomery County because this is the, if I could think of any place in the Houston area where this story would occur, it'd be motherfucking Montgomery County. How long until, as a nation, we accept drugs as currency? Well, as in, you mean in the future? Yeah. Like, when we get to the point of like, you know what, this dollar bill isn't working, we're just gonna take bags of drugs. Yeah. Like when, how long until you can pay for your uh, venti cappuccino at Starbucks with some weed? Um, not not soon enough. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Like what? That's how you rinse your drug money. That's, or like, that's how you rinse your drugs. I guess like that's how you make it legit. Like I think so. Just, I mean, what's stopping people from doing that right now? In places where marijuana is illegal or is legal, um, just have just adopting a whole barter system. Yeah, baby, like social studies. Just get a little get a little trade ski happening. Be like, oh, it's like I'm selling my uh, my TV on Craigslist. I'll sell it for two hundred dollars, 
uh, or best offer of cocaine? I think it'd be probably more economical, I, I guess. So, right? But yeah, it'd be more economical, I guess, if you just have a certain drag. Yeah, no, this shouldn't be entertained at all. <laughs> it shouldn't be entertained at all. It's a bad idea, you're saying? I pr- mm. just, that's saying it lightly. A bad idea, just drugs for favors. I'm pretty sure that happens in certain, in certain um, economic sectors, but those aren't what you want in like society or civilized society. I missed the paragraph, but it contains my favorite sentence. He stated he did not do it on purpose, but that he could see how that could have happened. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know what? I, I don't. I don't necessarily think that that's true, but it could have happened. It's funny because like, they're covering him, and like you know, people are, like cover him. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. He's probably like, I probably did it. I did it. I probably. It's most I likely I did. I it. don't remember it, but that sounds like me. Sounds like something <laughs> I would do. Yeah. So pay some more if they. Yeah, a dollar. <laughs> Think about how used to it you have to be to be holding a bag of meth in your hand that you don't even notice that it's in your hand as you're handing it off to someone else. You can put it on like a coffee table. And yeah, you go at the door. Like he just he has, doesn't. Have, oh, come on, Ed. It's a meth house. He doesn't have a coffee. Table. Just put it in this corner, in the corner. I yeah. guess, like in this, the cleanest corner of carpet. Like just lobble it in that. Just toss it on top of the bag of. Uh, Burger King and um, old H-E-B grocery bags. Or like just put it on the back of the pasta woman. Yeah. On the side. Or put it on top of your girlfriend. Yeah, just put it on like right in the small of her back so it doesn't like roll off or anything. And she's probably going to be out for a minute. So you get the pizza, pay the guy with meth-free hands, and then you can go put the pizza down, go back to the bag of drugs, pick it up, and there's no story. And you... This pizza delivery man, Good Samaritan or Snitch? Um, neither confused citizen. Like, <laughs> like is, is this my is this, is this my tip? Uh, um, it, sir, is this? I feel bad for that guy because I'm just like because because the thing is like you can't if a guy pays you with a bag of meth and like a dollar, it's like do you want to dispute that at that point? Because it's like this guy's getting paid with a bag of meth. I don't know if me even fighting him is even worth it because I don't know what kind of smoke I'm going to get back. He paid me with a bag of meth. Meth heads are scary. He, so I was like, you don't want that. You don't want that smoke. I'm sure there's like a. You don't want that meth smoke. At the very most, there was like a long pause that he just kind of like just thought about his life. He was like, yeah, I just got paid with a bag of meth for a pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, I do need money, but I'll just have this bag of meth and I don't even, I can't. Do I go back inside and at, probably shouldn't do that? Um, do I? I don't want the meth because that's going to ruin my life. Um, I had an incident one time where I was at a Walmart parking lot at like two in the morning. Mm-hmm. This is when I was bartending. Went in, got my stuff, came out, huge scrape on the side of my car. Huge. I'm talking like from the rear door all the way up to the front fender. Ooh. And the truck that was parked next to me, old, beat up, very methy, a very methy truck. (laughs) And obviously it had like my paint residue on the side of his truck. And I was like, God damn it. 
I'm gonna fucking talk to this guy. I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking let him have it. I'm gonna really fucking, I'm gonna get his information. I'm gonna fucking make sure that he pays for this shit. Guess what I didn't do? Because as soon as I saw him walk out, and he had that face, you know that kind of, you know that face that people have when they're on like hard drugs, like not like weed or even not coke. I'm talking like the shit that I can't even pronounce. Oh, like their eyes just. Yeah. Like he had that look on his eyes. Like he's awake. Like, why are you so awake? Yes. He had that outfit, that methy outfit. He had a methy face. And he had a methy truck. And I was like, I'll just call my insurance agency and say that this was a hit and run accident. Because I'm not fucking with this guy. Not at three in the morning. Are you yeah. kidding me? They'll never find my body. You know, three in the morning. Uh, you give me the back of that truck. Yeah. I don't want that. No. So I don't blame this pizza delivery driver for calling the police. Yeah. After getting a bag of meth. <clears throat> bag of Coke? Yeah, I'm I'm kicking in the door. Yeah. Bag of weed? I'm politely knocking on the door saying, hey man, you fucked this up. Yeah. Bag of meth? I'm running in the opposite direction. Right. No questions asked. And chances are they don't even remember you anyway. Like, cause I'll call the police and not even worry about them remembering me because they're they're you're on meth. You don't remember shit. Right. Plus you're in Montgomery County. Like everybody knows everybody anyway. This is true. This is true. Yeah, Montgomery County. It sucks. You know what else sucks? Whataburger. Whataburger. I'm going to say it right here and right now. You come in just hot with that. This man. is how, this you is how far you push that, me. Dog. Look, I used to like Whataburger, but I never thought it was better than anything uh, other than like McDonald's or Burger King, right? And it's not even so much Whataburger that's done this to me. It's the fans. Oh, it's like, it's like Cowboys affect you, then, isn't it? The fans have gotten me. Yeah. They've gotten to me, man. Yeah. They've gotten me, and they push me to the point where I'm now saying, Whataburger sucks. It's just not that good. It's not better than Shake Shack. It's not better than In-N-Out. It's not better than Steak and Shake. It's not better than Buff Burger. So you just troll at heart, or like, what's happening? No, this is real now. Damn. This is real. This is, my, this is real life. Wow. I feel sad for you, man. Why? Because Whataburger doesn't suck. It does suck. I, like the thing is, like I enjoy all those places. I enjoy all of them. Like you said, the Steak Shack, Steak Shake. But see, this them. is the problem now. Good. This is the problem now because Whataburger and their fans keep trying to shoehorn it into the conversation of being the best fast food burger, and it just shouldn't be. It yeah. should not be. It's mm. on the same tier as McDonald's mm. and Burger King and Carl's Jr. I don't know about that. How is it not? I mean, it's better than those. I don't. I mean, like if you want to, if you want to put those other places. What a burger has not expanded outside of the South. In and Out has expanded outside of California. The, the Shake Shack has expanded outside of New York. Okay. If it were good, it would be able to expand. You think mm. if they put a Whataburger in the middle of Manhattan that it would go? No, it mm. wouldn't. It wouldn't. You think it, if they put well, a Whataburger in the middle of Los Angeles County, it would go? No, it wouldn't. It doesn't hold up. It just doesn't. Whataburgers. Change my mind. Why you I, can't. Why I, gotta, why I come everything at 110? Because, man, I told you. They pushed me to this oh point. Oh, God. Okay. They pushed me to the limit. Look, I'm not going to take it anymore. Whataburger is definitely a local brand. And it's definitely made for, like, even the way, like, the way they shoot their commercials, the way they market themselves, everything is about it is not for you know, California Cal- Cal- lifestyle or for New York. It's not for that. And that's why you guys like it so much. It's because it's Texas. It's the same reason you guys like Bluebell and Shiner. It's not because it is particularly better than anything. It's just because it comes from your home state and you're proud of it. And that's fine. But don't try to pawn it off to me as being a better product than what it is. Stop trying to make Whataburger James Harden. 
Why? Why you got so much smoke for James though? J- for Jimbo? Why oh, can't stop, stop doing that to him? I'm not. I'm not. Don't, don't do that to I him. I won't. I won't. Don't do that to him, dog. And Whataburger by itself, terrible name. Terrible name. For the first like eight years of my life, I thought it was Waterburger. Like it was some kind of like weird way to cook a burger, like you boil it or something like that. It's so weird. Why would you think that? <laughs> because people, the way people pronounce it, Whataburger. It yeah. sounds like Waterburger. Yeah. Not Whataburger. It sounds like Waterburger. Okay. I can see that. But I mean, <sighs> yeah, I'll, see the, I'll see the word and just I'll know that it's, know that it's it, not man. that. I'm sick of it. I know that it's not that one's other word. But I mean. Defend it. Come on. Come on, Texas man. Come on, cowboy. Defend it. I'm not like, look, I don't feel like I have to defend Whataburger. Like, it's one of those things where I don't have to, like, sit up here trying. I don't have to, I don't, I don't have to preach to you the goodness of what the goodness of a taquito. It's because you can't. I don't have to. No, you can't, I, no, no, it's because I don't have to. You can't. So Look at how low to. energy you are, bro. I don't have you to. You were so fired up to defend Jimbo Harden, and now you have because like, I you have like, like no energy no, to defend Whataburger no, no, because reason. you know Whataburger sucks. You know Whataburger's not on the same level as Shake Shack. You mm. know Whataburger's not on the same level as In and Out. And you just you're. Sir, let me know when you're done. Let me know when you're done. You done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. You sure? Yeah. I defended James Harden the way I did because James Harden gets smoked from other places too. And I feel like people have, some people have like a, people have a, um, if they say what they say about James Harden because he does, like I say, he disappears in quarters in late, late in games. So you have a sense to say this. So I have to have more energy for that. Like Whataburger, like, I don't, like that's something I don't have to defend. It's greatness, great, it's goodness to you. I'm not, like I would put that much energy. It's kind of it's, it's like be, it'd be like Beyonce like addressing trolls like saying she sucks. It's like, bitch, like what? Why it's I got not even this, now you're comparing Whataburger to Beyonce? No, I'm just you I'm, got some fucking. I'm, nerve. Compa- I'm, I'm, I'm comparing the argument because my thing is like, if you want to prefer Shake Shack or Smash Burger or whatever, that's fine. The, the, these aren't bad burgers. So like, and, and it, it, what you eat is what you eat, and it's how you how how, how it tastes. That's fine. They're not comparable uh, to this. They're not the same. They're not even in the same class. Why? Because they, they're not. Because they're, they're just not. Because the thing is, is like go and taste them. No, they're it, not the same. The, they're not as. The thing that the thing is is like. Oh my god. The, the thing is like. If I want to, if because my because my thing is about if I want a great burger, if I want a great burger, like I want a really good burger, I'm not going to any of those places though. That's my. Why thing. not? Because like you can go to other burger spots and get a burger burger in those places all the time anyway. Like you really can. You know you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah. So if I want to really. But that's not to say that like a buff burger isn't great. No, it, it is. But I'm not. But I'm. I'm just saying like there are levels to this shit. Go ahead. Send me over the edge. Send me over the edge. I feel like because I, I feel like Burger King, McDonald's. Whatever, um, what a burger, Carl's Jr. No, stop it. Why? Why are you doing that? I'm trying. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get these things because they're all in the same class. Mm, stop it, and you know it. Mm, stop it. Stop it. So, um, like you know, Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, uh, Carl's Jr. They're all in that same thing. If you want to put like Whataburger, In and Out, Shake Shack. No, stop no, stop no. Let me stop know. it. Stop. Stop, stop trying to make Whataburger happen. You stop. Stop. It's never gonna happen. Stop. It's not gonna happen. So so what so what have you had that from Waterbreak that's trashed to you? Everything. Stop it. Now you're just trolling. How am I trolling? How am I trolling? So, so everything you have there, everything you have there is garbage. You never enjoy anything from Waterbreaker ever in your life. Not as much as I enjoy no, things from other no. places. Answer the question the right. I said, have you enjoyed anything in your life? Because it's like when you're saying you're not, and that's a level, you're going to what I'm saying right now. So have you enjoyed anything ever there, ever in your life? 
The honey butter uh, chicken biscuit. Okay. No, listen. The honey butter chicken biscuit sucks. Okay. It sucks. It's very messy. I'm not very a fan messy. Of the biscuit is dry. I'm not, very, I'm not a fan of either. That's fine. I get it. The Whataburger itself, on a scale of one to ten, I give it a five. Okay. It's average at best. It's because it's a, it's just a burger. That's fine. Exactly. Okay. You know what else is average? McDonald's is average. Burger King is average. Carl's Jr. average. Okay, so there, so everything everything at Whataburger is average then. Yes. Everything there. Yes. That's why it needs to be on the same level as those other fast food restaurants. Nah. It's not in and out. It's that not Shake Shack. Burger, those that, places are above average. That mushroom cheeseburger is not average, dog. What? That mushroom cheeseburger is not average. That mushroom it's not average, dog. It's not average. Oh my god. It's not average. Like that's my thing. So You're right, it's below average. Oh, shut up. Anyway, um you just are, so my my thing is just like if because if I want like a good burger, a good burger, because do you want to know why this fucking lady on the, wrote that article said that Whataburger is better than Shake Shack and In and Out? Okay. You know why she said that Whataburger is better is because it, they give you more food. That's why I won't listen to her, and that's fine. Like I won't listen to her for that. Like as that as if that's some sort of that's qualifier. Not, that, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I love to this shit, man. It just, it's, just, it's just such a fucking like it was such a pathetic attempt to try to pit the three restaurants against one another when really and truly there's no argument it's mm. shake shack it's in and out like those are the ones that should go ahead ahead oh. whataburger has no business being in that fight you know what whataburger is whataburger is like if there's a championship match and then here comes uh, uh vince mcmahon and they say hang on we're gonna make this a three-way match we're gonna make this a triangle match we're gonna make this a texas tornado match i'll even throw you a bone and give you a texas tornado match so you can have your little texas fest your little texas circle jerk with this whole whataburger and then here comes the hometown hero whataburger yay yay whataburger go whataburger they're gonna have it down in dallas at, 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 or, or you know wherever the, the von erics used to wrestle at and they're gonna cheer for whataburger but you know what's gonna happen whataburger's gonna lose because whataburger you saying you're just an angry, angry man. It's hot in here. And I feel bad. Why for it's you? so hot in here. Like I feel bad for you because you, know, you can't. Like I'm so. I'm sad you can't even enjoy Waterburger. That's that's so sad to me. That's sad. I pity. I feel, I feel bad for you. You people did this. No, I feel bad for you. The fans did this. Y'all pray for Aaron because Aaron can't even enjoy Waterburger. That's that's some sad shit. Don't pray for me. That's pray for you. Pray for me. Unpray for me. Pray for Take him. it back. No, pray for him. Pray for him two times. Or three times, however, man, because he can't. Eat. This man can't enjoy Whataburger. I ain't, I don't think I ever heard anything more sad today. But you know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm pray for you. Dog. I'm pray for you, dog. Here's some more Texas news for I'm you. Pray for you, dog. You ready? Yeah. Ready for some more Texas news? Sure. Texas student, 21, who swigged a, from a bottle of Bacardi, then bit, spat, and attacked. BA crew and passengers on flight to Dallas after his girlfriend dumped him by text is jailed for six months. It's a long headline. Damn, that's a long headline. Dateline! A Texan student who single-handedly diverted a transatlantic jet after downing a liter of Bacardi and attacking British Airways staff and passengers has been jailed for six months. <laughs> this is a this is a great Jeffrey Tanner Libby Tanner in quotes because I guess that's his nickname uh, 21 
had just been dumped by text and started drinking heavily when the flight back to Dallas hit turbulence, shortly leaving on a London Heathrow on December 17th last year. Uh, he got dumped by a text message. I guess his girlfriend might have told him that she's also keeping the PlayStation. <laughs> Libby. I, all right. Where do you think this guy goes to school? Wait, his name is Tanner. Yeah, his name's Tanner. And what does he do? Uh, he's a student. Student Tanner Libby. Man, in Texas, right? Yeah. <sighs> Just take a take a wild guess. Let me try. Uh, UT. A Texas Christian University student. Oh, it's close. Spat at people. Assaulted BA air horse hostess and bit the hand of a passenger who tried to restrain him on a packed flight. As the fracas ensued, great use of the word fracas. Fracas. The pilot was forced to turn back to London, and the Boeing 777 jettisoned 20 tons of fuel, costing the airline hundreds of thousands of pounds before landing. Hundreds of innocent passengers were also delayed as they tried to get home to the U.S. for Christmas. The trouble began when Libby began to punch and kick the seat of the passenger in front of him, which he believed was moved backwards into him members of the air crew then came to libby to ask him to calm down and his drunken behavior was caught on camera by shocked passengers so this guy got dumped he got upset and he started getting pissy and violent um Wasn't his feelings so this was this was funny to read but if we like start to unpack the layers a little bit i feel like we can get kind of real here because Gillette just put out that commercial about releasing all that toxic masculinity, about being better dudes. And people, some people were uh, offended by that. And they wanted to, you know, revolt against that message of being a better man. Isn't this kind of behavior toxic masculinity at its core? Um, You get dumped via text message. Okay. You start getting drunk. Right. And then you start getting violent. Isn't that like textbook bad douchebag behavior? I don't know if it's toxic masculinity per se, as much as it's just not coping with things the right way. Because I feel like it's just bad coping mechanisms. You probably Isn't that get, part of toxic masculinity? Yeah, I guess it is. Really, not yeah, being able to is. come is. to terms with your emotions and mm-hmm. releasing your anger in Actually, yeah. healthy ways. Yeah, you may be right then. Yeah, I think, well, now, yeah, we, yeah. I think it might be like connected, yeah. The connection is not that strong, but we think about it's like, yeah, because he is dealing with his, instead of just like, you know, being sad about the breakup and just dealing with it in a handful of ways, just like saying, oh, I'm going to get drunk and just punch the seat in front of me and just start fighting, fighting people on the plane because you got dumped. I mean, you got dumped. Like, it happens. Like, why do you... At 21, nonetheless. Yeah, like you're 21 years old. Like, you have, there's so much... For you to do mm-hmm. and you're in college right you're a 21 year old guy in college and you're like doing all this because you got dumped yeah you're doing the most sir the absolute most at 21 any better role models in your life or just mentors to tell you like hey it's gonna be all right trust me yeah no there's nothing else really to unpack with that unpack right? with that yeah because it's just I feel like I feel like I felt like he's being a little bit. Yeah, he's, he he overplayed that way too much. 
All right, so here's the best part. The judge quotes. Judge Robin Johnson said Libby had to go to jail for six months. He said, whether you were drunk when you boarded the plane or you became drunk, doesn't matter. Nearly 200 passengers were severely inconvenienced the week before Christmas. On top of that, those who behave in a drunk fashion, not only are they dangerous, they frighten a lot of people. This is the best. Best sentence right here. Against your personal mitigation, it is my duty to state unequivocally that this behavior cannot be tolerated. Woo! Sort of. That is like the legalese version of, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Basically. <laughs> like, or, or, or get your shit together. <laughs> Where do you think he's from, if you had to guess? This guy goes to TCU. Mm. I'll give you that he is a Texas native. native. Okay. And... Where was he from? Yeah. Damn. Uh, Just off the top of your head. Is it, is it the Houston area? Like, no, no. Okay, it's not Houston area. Because like, even then, that narrows it down like not by much because like, it could be the Woodlands, Tom Ball, all these. So this First place that comes to mind. Hmm. Austin? Libby from Dallas, Texas. Ooh, that was my second guess. Admitted three counts of assault occasioning bodily harm and one count of drunkenness on an aircraft. I didn't even know that that was a charge that you could get drunk on an aircraft. Um, I, I see how it can be. A, I see how with, you know, the um, focus on airline security, I can see how that could be, uh, be a charge because, yeah. you know, people don't think about there being drunk just acting crazy on a, on a plane. Make a lot of black people very nervous. Did you see the Gillette commercial? I didn't. I didn't. I heard about it, but I never even watched it. I didn't watch it either. But the fact that there's people out there that are rallying against that cry of "Hey, let's be better guys" is like, just nah. Don't, no, don't tell me what to do. Razors. <laughs> you like, do your job and shave things. I mean, look, Gillette is a huge company, and we know that everything they do is for their bottom dollar. Like, there's no questioning about that. But the fact that they took the stance that they took and they released an advertisement to relay that message is a good thing. Which is kind of a 180 from the slogan, the best a man can get, right? Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, it's a complete 180. But we shouldn't just denounce their message simply because of who it comes from. Right, or, the, yeah, or or the um, ulterior motive that may be there. Even though there may be a motive that's there, which is probably pretty obvious. It doesn't take the fact that maybe there's something there, though, also. So right. um, that's something you can unpack. You shouldn't rally against being a better person. Like, that's just weird. You're just being overly stubborn to do that. Right. <laughs> like, no, I want to be shit like I am. Love me like I am and just take except for being shit. Yeah, I'm going to be exactly who I'm going to be and you're not going to tell me what to do and you're not going to tell me what to say because I'm an American and God loves America and I love Jesus and I love America and whatever, dude. Do whatever the fuck you want. Just don't be an asshole. Hey, speaking of assholes. Anti-vaxxers are among the top threats to global health in 2019, World Health Organization declares. It's kind of a follow-up to a few episodes ago when you gave the top five worst things about your job. Yeah. The worst thing about your job are anti-vaxxers. It was. The, the 
it's it's the worst thing. It's probably like the worst thing about my about my job. Number one, probably like the fourth worst thing about just America. People. Yeah, or just <laughs> America. Or just it's not. It's more. It's not America too. It's just people. Yeah, in general. Anti-vaxxers have been named one of the top threats to global health in 2019 by the World Health Organization. I don't know why they put that twice. It's like it's the headline and it's the first statement. The anti-vaccine movement. Also, I'm an idiot for reading that out loud and not knowing that it's the same thing. Whatever. Still a job. <laughs> the anti-vaccine movement joined air pollution and climate change, HIV, and a worldwide influenza pandemic on the list of released on Monday. Air pollution, climate change, HIV, worldwide influenza, and anti-vaxxers. Mm. The only thing that's on that list that's not, well, I guess climate change isn't. Air pollution is kind of interesting, though. Mm, I mean, it makes sense. I thought that air pollution levels were down amongst. It may, even though it may be down, it's still, it's still a concern. It's a cost for concern. Vaccine hesitancy, as the WHO calls it, threatens to reverse progress made in tackling vaccine preventable preventable diseases. The organization added in its statement, vaccination is one of the most cost effective ways of avoiding disease. It currently prevents two to three million deaths a year and a further one point five million could be avoided if global coverage of vaccinations improved. It's kind of your job, right? Mm hmm. A report released last year from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention found that the number of unvaccinated children up to 35 months old increased fourfold between 2001 and 2005. So four times as many kids are getting unvaccinated. Mm. Babies. Mm -hmm. There are several reasons why people are reluctant or refuse to be immunized. Is that how you say that? Immunized. Immunized immunized despite readily available vaccines a vaccine advert god damn it a vaccine (laughs) adversary advisory oh my god (laughs) a vaccine advisory group to the who listed some of the reasons as complacency difficulty accessing accessing vaccines and lack of confidence that's something that we don't talk enough about is about difficulty accessing vaccines some people that are anti-vaxxers aren't doing so because they simply don't believe in it. It's doing so because they don't have access to that vaccinations. Is, I don't, I don't count those anti-vaxxers because you don't have it there for you. You know, it's like, it's like calling someone like, you know, that's hungry, anti-food. Like if you don't have it, I'm not going to call you anti-vaccine, anti-vaccine. You don't have it there available for you. I think like if you could, you would get it. But it's just like, so I don't consider when I say about anti-vaxxers, I'm not talking about them. That's that's really unfortunate scenarios where you can't get the proper health care that you need. Anti-vaxxers have gone from being sort of a fringe group that we laughed at um, to now being. I still rec- laugh at you, by the way. But now they're being recognized as an actual threat to humanity. Yeah, they are. They, but they've always, they, they've always been that. But at the same point, they're still laughable because it's just uh, it just shows the. The reason why they're, most, they're so annoying to me, it just shows how far people will try to create their own truth, even though the truth is right there staring you in the face. And you just want to go with what you believe as opposed to what's like right there in front of you. You know, there's like tangible evidence of how vaccines work and you can see it. And it's and it is evidence throughout history how it works, like the, how you eradicate things like um, 
like you like sometimes you can get chicken pox or because because i remember when i was a kid everyone got chicken pox it just happens a thing right but now it's like you don't see me kids getting chicken pox that often i never had chicken pox yeah see and that's and that's and that's because they have a they developed a varicella vaccine which is for chicken pox i never had the vaccine either i'm just an advanced yes, human being okay god damn it um <laughs> <laughs> uh so it's just like you'll see these things and it's just the evidence is there there's no like they like polio was eradicated uh like there's smallpox eradicated like measles is i'm making a comeback but for a while no one had the measles and these things are definitely there because people had vaccines and it's so tangible and so apparent but you rather make your own truth that's so convoluted with these conspiracies about what's in vaccines or it causing autism or other things that you rather believe these other convoluted truths besides what's right in front of you and that is why Anti-vaxxers annoy me to my core because it's like you can have you can give every piece of tangible evidence to tell you why you're wrong and you won't admit that you're wrong. Isn't that a overarching problem with a lot of people today is that they just don't want to admit when they're wrong? Yes. And and but the thing about anti-vaxxers is that even what it's showing now in the World Health Organization is that you're a detriment to society. Yeah. Like that kind of thing is really a detriment to society. Like you're up there with HIV. Right. And climate change, bro. And air pollution. Air pollution. Just because you can't wrap your head around the fact that vaccines will help you or your children. You'd rather believe your your own truth instead of just like hard evidence to the contrary. There are 18 states that allow non-medical vaccine vaccine exemptions due to... Uh, I'm going to skip that word. And I'm going to skip that word. <laughs> so there are 18 states that allow non-medical vaccine exemptions. Um, if you don't want to, so you can opt out, but shouldn't, if it's a health concern, like, and you need to be like, you need to be in good health in order to drive a car, right? Cause a car is dangerous and it can kill people. If you don't know, if you aren't healthy enough to drive one, you can't drive one. Right. Right. I didn't just make that up. Right. No, yeah, like okay. like for the like if you can't see, like if you you have to do the vision test, right? It's like if you can't see, then you're not fit to drive. So yeah, that's also that's true. I'm not saying that we should make the government step in and say everyone needs to have their vaccines because that's a whole different line of problems where you have your government telling you what you can and cannot do with your own body, but. Is there a way via incentives, perhaps with insurance, that if you get your vaccine, maybe your insurance rate goes down? Um, well, a lot of, a lot of most insurances now will give will pay for your vaccine already. Like if you have insurance, I know for most pharmacies, you go to get a vaccine. Most insurances will cover it because they just because it's preventative help. Like it helps them too because if. It's just it's just smart all the way around because it, it's better for you. And in terms of insurance, it's like this vaccine probably costs you cash out of pocket. Like for instance, the flu vaccine probably costs about thirty five dollars out of pocket. Um, let's say that uh, that the insurance pays for that flu vaccine, so you get the flu vaccine, you're prevented from getting the flu, and um, you're just fine. So they just pay thirty five dollars for that, as opposed to them not paying for it. You're not getting the flu vaccine. You get the flu. You have to get hospitalized. They got to pay your hospital bills. It's supposed to thirty-five dollars. So it's just smart for them to pay for that. So most insurance already pay for your vaccine because they don't want to pay for the complications of you going to the hospital 
because of these preventable vac vaccines. It's just, it's cost effective to do that for them. That's why they do that. Let me ask you a question. Okay. I want you to take your brain and you take it out of your head. I want you to take somebody else's brain, put it inside your head. This person is an anti-vaxxer. I'll try. Are you feeling more empowered now because you get this, you see this news that the World Health Organization not only recognizes you, but deems you as a threat? Do I feel empowered? Yeah. Because I they feel like Big Pharmacy is their big enemy. And if Big Pharma starts to recognize them as a threat, maybe they start to feel like, oh, we must be doing something right if we're getting their attention. We must be do doing something right if they start to see us as a threat to their industry. I don't know if you really. You're see, not you now. I you're know, I'm thinking, yeah, I know. I'm trying you're to. You're not Ed anymore. Yeah, I know. Now you're. you're uh, Jim you're, Bob. Yeah, you're Jed. Jed. You're Jed. I guess that, that, that fits too. I feel like you don't feel anything because you ignore truths already anyway. So if I'm an anti-vaxxer and I see that, it's just propaganda, I guess. Interesting. Like I think oh, that that's not true. This is more of a story they're making up because everyone knows that the that the drug companies out to just get your money and trying to make it seem like we're threats, even though we're the healthiest people out there. Because um, I read on a blog somewhere that you can just use echinacea <laughs> for like and essential oils, and then cures general warts. You just rub it. You take you take um an aloe vera leaf, rub it on your general warts. Next day, no warts. That's what works. If only it were so easy. Not using vaccines. I just use echinacea and I just use aloe vera, my general warts, and I'm perfectly fine all the time. That how, how, how was that? Was that good? That, that's great. Okay. That was great. I thought that I tried to. I like, almost believed you. All right. I almost grabbed some echinacea and, and put it on my balls. I mean, hey, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, be, I'm trying to be a method actor, number Christian Bale. Pretty crazy that there. this has got it's gotten to this point. I uh, I don't know exactly what the next step is, but I'm pretty sure that the government is going to get involved somehow. Um, probably. I feel like I feel like it's a tricky thing because when, if the government tries to step in and mandate you get vaccines, the cry will be, "You can't tell us what to do with our bodies." The government can't control what we're doing. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like the government's letting, right now. The government is letting you do. Make you make your own decision. You're making the wrong ones. So it's kind of like this weird thing of they don't know what to do. Like their hands are tied. So if the government is reluctant to act on this, I'm not surprised by it because it's like I don't I don't even know where to begin. Yeah. Because it's like we're letting you do the right thing, giving all the information to do the right thing, and you're actively choosing the wrong thing to do. So it's like we can't come in and be your parents. I don't know what to, I don't know. I don't know how you I don't know how you mean to address this because it's just so mind numbing and frustrating that people can't see that at some point people were like people wearing braces. My bad. Repeat that. That's okay. It's, I was saying it's so mind numbing and frustrating that people can't see that at some point early in a lot of people wearing leg braces because they had polio. And now you haven't heard anyone have polio ever because of the polio vaccine. So there's evidence that these things work. It is in history. Like you can see, you can go back in time to people's health histories and see that vaccines work. Yeah. And you choose not to take them. Because of the truth that you made up in your head that has no basis or no root or no factual like foundation. Right. And that is the annoying thing to me. It just tells me how dumb people can be or how willingly ignorant people want to be in order just to for their own comfort.
Do you have an Estradamus for this week? It's a whole new week. Do you have a whole new Estradamus? Oh, man. Hug a Native American. <laughs> <laughs> like, just hug him and say you're sorry. Yeah. Or just be nicer to people. Don't be an asshole. Did don't be smug. You said that earlier today, right? That was like, just don't be an, yeah, just don't be an asshole. Yeah. And get your vaccines. Get your shots. Jesus. Okay, uh, that was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be, doing two shows at once. Yeah. But we did it. We did it. We're here. Just running out the clock, making sure we get that full out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just holding the ball, making sure that we hit that you like dribbling. second line. We're dribbling in spot right now or yep. just dribbling? Just well, dribbling in a spot. Just waiting for the clock. Yeah. Dude, people are really like, people are really like cheering and shit. Yep, crowd is roaring. The, we're the home the, team and we won. Bench is getting up. Bench is getting up. Coach is going over to shake each other's hands. Uh, throw the ball in the air already. <laughs> throw the ball in the air. No, wait, can't do that yet. We don't want to get a technical. Yeah, just, just bounce the 20 seconds. This is a long shot clock. Man. Man, oh man. People are people are like people are hugging on the sideline. People have already started taking off jerseys to exchange them at the end of the game. Yeah. That's kind of a weird tradition. We got we got They got them from soccer though. That's they sell that shit. Oh, really? Yeah, they sell it. It's weird. I don't want somebody else's jersey. It's been sweated in. I mean, I feel like if you're... Oh, we're at an hour. (laughs) 